also paid attention to what the Sixers did, as I should, as a fan. So with all the movement, you know, just to throw a few names out there early, you had the Kyries, the KDs, and they go to Brooklyn. And then they lobby and want to get DeAndre Jordan, somebody to protect the rim for them in Brooklyn. And you got Kawhi Leonard just being a free agent, going home to the Clippers, and somehow convincing the Clippers to try and facilitate a trade, which they, they successfully did, and acquired Paul George. LeBron James and the Lakers acquired Anthony Davis finally. So still in the mode of the super teams and whatnot. But one of the things I like that the Sixers did is they had two options going into the summer for max deals. Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler. I would have loved, loved to have seen them keep both. But apparently my direction was not their vision. And that's fine. Because I bought in, I'm on board. And I've been on board forever, but I was on board during the summer when I watched these things take place. Some things, as I always do, in between there, like some of the things with some of the contracts, some of the money, I kind of feel a little bit away. But basketball-wise, I understand. One of the things I like, and I see, I saw it, yes, uh, not yesterday, Saturday night, in the Detroit game. I'm starting to like the signing of Al Horford. Veteran, very deep in the playoffs. Knowledgeable, great basketball IQ. And can step in and do some of the things that JoJo can do. Not as athletic as JoJo, older than JoJo, but can still do some of the things that JoJo can do. If it were not, if it were not for he and Tobias Harris... Could have possibly be looking at one and one instead of two and up. The Sixers have put some things in place and they didn't get big names two years in a row. They didn't get the big names, didn't hit the big name splash like they wanted. Tobias Harris got hot. And I tell people a lot, or I've been recently telling people a lot, that people are talking about, well, how is he going to hold? He's distant. I said, listen, you have to understand that I think their thought process is, and this is just my thought process, my feelings. I haven't talked to anybody. I don't know anybody in the Sixers organization to see how they feel if this is the same thing, but it may possibly be. But this is my thought. If you look back to last season before the trade was made for Tobias Harris from the Clippers, bringing in him, Mike Scott, and Bobon Marjanovic. Um... Tobias Harris was on the verge of being an all-star. He was playing at the three, the small forward. He got here because of the situation, because of the makeup of the roster. He was playing a little bit out of position, having to play the four. Um, then there was the Jimmy Butler issue with who was going to take the shots and who had the ball in the hands, yada, 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 whatever. But now he's back to his original three. He can be more comfortable. He can get more comfortable in the offense. He knows now where his shots are going to come, when his shots are going to come. So I think that's going to help. Um, I also talk to people a lot, and we talk about a lot of things. One is my Uncle George, George Brown. Shout-outs to you all the way down in VA. I told you I would give you a shout-out if you keep tuning in, but you know where to find me. Anyway, always love talking to him. Uh, we talked the other day. We talked about the game, and we both said a lot of similar things about Al Horford. Uh, being a good addition 
We also talked about some of the other guys on the team. Like I said, I like the way Kyle O'Quinn played yesterday. And again, people, the Sixers, like I posted last week on NBA TV, they picked about five commentators that are on NBA TV. Every single one of them picked the Sixers to be in the finals. And I know it's a little stretch. It's only two games into the season. It's very, very early. We never know what's going to happen in the middle of the season, down the stretch or whatever. But I think there's a really, really good chance with the makeup of this roster. And I think they're beginning to build a culture where you see people want to come here and play. Hence, Mike Scott, who came in the trade also. Immediately at the end of the season, said made it known that he wanted to stay. Tobias Harris was definitely going to be listening. If he, he was going to test the free agent waters, of course, but the Sixers were very high on his list and at the top of the list. Very high and first in line or almost for first, yeah, actually first in line for interviews to proceed with getting the contract done. Jimmy Butler, people are upset, but I read into the story. Like I said, I would have personally liked to have kept them both. Um, you hear the stories that the max contract was offered. You hear the stories that the max contract was not offered. But all in all, I backtrack, I do research, and I do my homework. And what I found was that even in the midst of the trade to Philadelphia, which he willingly accepted because he wanted out of Minnesota that badly, he came here and he played. No issues, nothing. He loved the guys. He kind of got accustomed to the guys and the coaching and the nature of the team and the organization. But he had said back then when he was in the process of being traded that he wanted to be traded to Miami. He wanted to go play for Miami. So I kind of felt like at the end of the season that Miami was going to be very high on his list as well as the Sixers. Um, and I ultimately think that he just wanted to be in Miami. You know, and, and that's his God-given choice. That's his choice. No issues with that with me about that. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the Sixers makeup are of guys who are not what you call stars. These guys are like role players, bench players, but they did something that they didn't do last year. They somewhat created a bench with people they can rely on. They added pieces to make the team length lengthy all the way across the board. They added a piece of wing defense to go along with Ben Simmons, who has intensified his defensive abilities or his defensive talents right now. Al Horford showed his defense defensive tenacity the other night. We all know what JoJo can be when he's healthy. We all know what Mike Scott can be. We also know what Tobias Harris can be. And Tobias Harris showed you that as on the offensive end the other night. And down the stretch, Al Horford stepped up like a veteran should. Although he's the new one of the new guys on this team, with JoJo being out, he took it upon himself and the team and the coaching staff incorporated him into it to do what he does as a veteran. So I think a lot of the signings that the Sixers made were good signings, really good signings. I think it's going to help them down the stretch. And like I said, the East is pretty much wide open. So it could happen. It could not happen. But I have faith that I think the Sixers can get there. And people are talking about they got to get through the Bucks still. I mean, the Bucks will probably be tough. But all in all, I definitely think that the Sixers can get past the Bucks 
with the makeup of this roster right now. And like I said, people, they started out sluggish two games in a row. Um, it's still coming together. So you kind of have to give them a curve, a learning curve early in the, in, in the season or an adjustment curve early in the season because this is their first time playing legit with each other. And it, it's going to come together. Um, getting back to the Sixers and their makeup of that roster and a lot of things that were going on over the summer, people all talked about Ben Simmons and how he was shooting the ball and, and this and that. And I've heard some chatter, and I kind of wanted to hold this, but I can't right now. People are still whispering and saying, oh, he's not shooting the ball. He still won't shoot that three. People, I have to keep reiterating to you, this is not Golden State. This team is not made up like the Golden State Warriors. So, I'm not worried about him not shooting the three. I'm worried that he is attempting to make the right basketball play every time, which I think is a little bit too much. With his skill set, his athleticism, and his size, I think he needs to begin to start playing basketball, which is one of the things I said to my uncle. And if you don't understand me, what I mean is, as a point guard, he just needs to start shooting that mid-range jump shot. I don't care. You know, shoot 10, you're going to make four or five of them. Okay? But you've got to shoot it. And then I always go back to, he's 6'10", playing the point guard. What NBA, what other NBA point guard is going to block that shot? Now, when you start shooting that shot, and I'm not even talking about making it consistently yet. When you start shooting that spot, that shot, now these point guards can't cheat off of you. They have to respect you honestly. And now you're big enough, you can use your strength, and now you can play bully ball and not have to shoot as much of that shot. But you need to start shooting, and that's what I mean when I say you need to start, start playing basketball. You're going to make the right basketball plays a lot more than not because it's in your nature, it's your IQ. But sometimes you have to just play basketball. You have, you have to start shooting that shot 15 foot. So with that being said, I'm going to take another quick break. It's 12, 16, 16 minutes past the noontime hour. So, again, like I said, if I'm finally closing out, I do believe that the Sixers can reach the finals. Again, I think the Eastern Conference Finals will be the Sixers and the Milwaukee Bucks. And the West, I don't know who's going to come out of the West because the West is so crazy. The West could go, go so many different ways, especially with the situation now in Golden State so early in the season. But... We'll see what happens. It's your boy D signing off for right now. See you on the other side in just a few seconds.